Blog Talk Radio. Are you ready to awaken to the truth of your soul? Welcome to today's episode of the Nadia Khalil Morning Show with your host, Nadia Khalil. Good morning, everybody, and welcome to today's show. Today is the 16th of March. What a month. What a week. What a last day that we have had. It's like in one day, more things change than changed in months. And things we never thought about are like part of our lives right now. And we have this virus, this coronavirus that kind of told the world what to do instead of the world telling it what to do, at least for now. And we're working so hard on just trying to figure out what's next. And this is new for everybody. I know every child that I have seen, uh, my own kids, which are now adults, when we talk, I say, you know what, once you have kids, one day you will be telling them that you lived through this time where they shut down movie theaters and restaurants. Um, Last night, it's like in one minute we keep getting all this news. And all day yesterday was one day when we woke up. And during the day, I get a text from the gym that says we're closed until we're open. We don't have a date. And then um, we get a thing from our, the mayor of L.A. saying um, no dine-in restaurants. You can only do takeout from a restaurant. And, you know, all of these things, no movie theaters, no, it just went on and on. And you just know everything is down for now, down for the count. And then I thought, well, you know, everything happens for a reason, and every day really does end as it should. And all I have on my plate right now is making sure or made sure that we just have food if we get quarantined. And I always am stocked. My pantry's always full because I cook all the time. So I didn't have to panic, but I did shop unknowingly last week when you did panic, when people were panicked. And I remember coming home, I saw the empty shelves in one of the stores. In Costco, the lines were to the middle of the store and and people were like stockpiling. You would think, you know, we were having a hurricane, but we were having a hurricane. (coughs) Excuse me. We were having an emotional hurricane. We were scared of something that we can only think the worst of, but we had no idea exactly, and even until now, what can happen. But we are taking measures in most places to at least get ahead of it if we can. But I thought, okay, you can hear all of that once you're on the news. And I'm thinking, you know, the whole Christ angle, because I can hear him, And I know, I know that nothing can change without changing, right? I mean, how could that happen? It has, something has to change for another thing to change. And I thought, oh my God, what a, going back to the fork in the road is this? Really think about that. It's taking us back to stripping Everything from everyone, no matter who we are, the lives outside of our homes, 
are gone. We can go for a walk. We can only do, think about this, we can only do nature. We can only eat. And we all have our time back. Every single one of us has our time back. And Christ always said, time was our most valuable asset. We did not do this knowingly. We couldn't see it coming, so none of us could plan for it. That's the big thing. But now that it's here, what are we going to do with this time? Our news has never been as important as it is, and we can listen to that all day. But we don't even have our sports to entertain us while on television. Can't go to church or conventions or flower shows or dog shows or Disneyland. Every single distraction is gone for everyone. Even the people who play the sports, even the people who run the church, from the organizers to the events to the entertainers to the people who go, and all of this is making our lives more meaningful. Entertainment is left for us to self-entertain. It's easy to complain at first. It's easy to try to distract ourselves. But we could read, we could write, we could play board games, we could exercise, we can take time to make good food. We can have better hygiene. We start thinking about other people. We start thinking about the people we can help. We start thinking about checking on our neighbors. Think about all the stuff that we lost because we didn't have time to do. And here is this virus. It's not just wiping everybody out. But it can if we are not paying attention. It can. And just that alone has taken what we do and given it new meaning. Has taken our lives from one day to the next. Remember where Christ said, everything can change in a minute. This is the fastest minute we have ever had. This is our fastest minute. But keeping ourselves grounded in this time, taking time to think about what we're doing in our lives and how we got here. How did you get here? What do you want to do about it? Because I'm telling you now, some of the things that they're stopping right now may not come back. And other things may come back different. And new things may replace a lot of the old things we did. And some of those things were already kind of going away. Because I know in L.A. where people 
spend a ton of money on clothing and on goods. And a lot of stores are closing. I mean, in in the main strip where people shop where I live, the big corner store is gone. Stores in the middle are gone. It's like haphazard to find a store that you could actually walk into and buy something. And because of that, a lot of the restaurants around those stores are gone. And I thought, gosh, what are we going to do with all the buildings? What are we going to do with all that concrete? And I thought, well, our world is changing. They may become rec centers. They may become gathering places. We may go seek each other out to do simple things. Like I remember growing up and having, you know, what they called rec centers where you'd go and play badminton in the winter or you'd, you know, play indoor sports. We did gymnastics. We did a lot of things that we were taught that now everybody's just rushing and working and coming home and going out, and we don't really develop different talents through each other or with each other. We just watch the professional sports, but we don't actually play. And now we're we're scaling back quite a bit. If you never cooked, you're going to be now, or you're not going to eat. And if a store, or not a store, a restaurant can afford to do takeout, because that's what they're saying, that's the only function a restaurant could offer someone in L.A. County right now is takeout. I don't know if a restaurant can afford to just be a takeout place, and maybe it might be a new way that we deal with restaurants. All the bars are closed. There will be less drinking, less DUIs, less accidents at two between 2 and 5 in the morning. It made us see how every single thing from a sports event to Disneyland, how much money was going around our world, how everything was like a world in itself, how the money Disneyland makes alone in a day was more than it is to run a country. It's unbelievable, the magnitude of how far our life has gone. And all of the charges that they are now eliminating on people because they want to make sure that everybody gets care should have never been there in the first place. We should never have been overcharged for medication. We should never be overcharged for health care. We should never be overcharged for all the things we have been doing or overtaxed and not seeing the benefit of that come back to us going using it for other things and paying people more money so there's a bigger discrepancy in government or in other areas so that they lose their objectivity to the person who is working an hourly job. One thing we found out is that everyone needed everyone. We need the hourly jobs, but we need to pay everyone better. I were someone in a position to have helped people. I would have started with the people in the hourly jobs. There's no reason with all the money we're seeing now 
No stone is being left unturned in this time. That we have to make sure that the people that are working are benefiting from that work. Being more behind and still being forced to go to work. Being more behind in healthcare. Being more behind in paying their bills. Being more behind in not being able to find and buy good food. It's all down to eating, sleeping, resting, and taking care of our health. We are not even visiting right now. And thank God for phone lines. Thank God for the Internet. Thank God for different ways for us to communicate Say, hey, we're doing great. What are you doing in your community? What's going on? And finding ways to reach out and help each other in this time. And I have to tell you, I saw a clip yesterday in Italy. And if you didn't see it, if you can look it up, maybe you can. Um, There were two of them, but one of them was that the people that were living in those big apartment buildings, and I think it was in Venice, so they were over the water, They were bored. So one lady came out and started hitting her pan with a wooden spoon. Another one came out and and they created like music together. And they were clapping and they were waving and they were just, they were loving in the way they love without being able to interact physically. They found a way to reach out, to appreciate, to care, and to feel. And Liam writes in the chat, I read something very true. It has taught us oneness. We now see how significant an impact each other have on the whole and how interconnected we are. We all have been dialed back to that. And I couldn't stop writing these statuses yesterday that just a week ago, the things I was thinking about, I don't think I can do one of them right now. I can't travel. I can't run out for lunch. I can't meet a friend right now. Well, I could, but they can come over and we got to make sure we're okay. I can't hug them. But instead of looking at what isn't around us, we are now creating a new normal. And we may not want to go back and do what we were doing. That's the biggest thing that Christ said was some things will not come back. Other things will come back different. And there will be new things. We're only, at least in California, unlike Day three of the realization that everything is shutting down. Day three. We still have at least a month ahead of us. And weirdly so, last night before I went to sleep, I got this like excited feeling. I started to feel like I felt when I was a young kid and I didn't know what was coming tomorrow. My parents were the ones who planned everything. I just had to go along. 
but the excitement of finding out what was in that day. And for kids, a lot of them are getting their parents back. A lot of families are going to see and discover things in each other that they probably completely lost sight of just because there wasn't time. Houses will be caught up to. People will fix things in their home, will organize things in their lives. We'll be better about personal hygiene. We'll be better about what they eat. We'll be better about planning their day, owning their time. If somebody said even one year ago, and I'm saying a year because a lot has happened in this last year, politically, financially, things have just gone so far off the the realm of reality to a place where people are like, oh my God, what's going on in our world? Not even in a negative sense, just it's going so fast, I can't keep up. And here we are. Here we are. Quiet sanctuary that is refocusing on love, truth, and purity. There's nothing left. And when someone talks about love and looks kind of stupid for doing it, or talks about caring and looks like, well, you know, well, if you have the time or the money, then that's not the kind of caring we needed. We needed to really care about other people. And the only way we can is when we can take care of ourselves first. So it's like peace. And we may not be used to peace. It's like breathing down to your toes and coming back up. And we may not have done that for a long time. It's not rushing through a conversation or rushing your kid because got to go to sleep, go to school the next day because they're not going to sleep to go to school. They're just going to sleep because it's time to go to bed. Parents may read to their kids. Kids may start reading as a pastime. Family may have board games again. They may end up going for walks together. They may actually talk to each other and finish a conversation and the parent doesn't have to run out the door and, and says, I'll get back to you later on that. You're there. You can teach our kids to cook. We may be learning to cook for the first time ourselves. We're getting back to what matters. And this is how it's happening at this time in our history. Who could have thought that a virus that unfortunately can hurt us and has hurt others and has taken lives, not to be overlooked at all. And we can pray for each other and and pray for our families and for our friends and for people we don't know. 
that they are okay, that they don't get the virus, that they don't suffer the consequences of that virus. And we can mean it because we know what our families mean to us. We know what we mean to our own lives and how we affect the people around us. This is that time. Here we are. Lifetime, we have caught up to catching up. The ball stopped rolling down the hill. We are no longer chasing that ball down the hill. We have been given the gift of each other. We have been given the gift of time to see and appreciate each other. And the prayers are to make sure and hope that this affects nobody and that we're given this time without anybody having to be hurt through this time. And I always say to God, if it's somebody's time, you know, we can't predict that. That's not in our hands. I pray for them, for the people who find out they have the virus because that's kind of sobering in itself. And young people who have it, which are the ones we really should be testing, because if somebody old has it, we're going to know, because they're going to exhibit symptoms. But the young ones who have it, who don't get affected by it, and we think they're okay, and we hug them, and we they're the ones that we have to be careful for, because they unknowingly can give it to someone. But we're figuring this out together as a country, as a world, as a neighborhood, as a community. We're knocking on our neighbor's doors and saying, hey, you don't need to open your door, but if you need anything, I'm here. This is, this is where I live, even though you may have lived there for five or six years and you don't even know who lives two houses ahead of you. Because why would we? Who had time? All we see is cars going in a garage and coming out, going in a garage and coming out. In a very weird way, yet in a very beautiful way, I just feel this calm and this peace. All the talk about politics just faded to black. It sounds so silly right now to hear it that it's become as silly as it sounded. All the gaslighting and all the weird stuff that we've been hearing is gone because right now, without the facts, we don't know how to proceed. And all the things Christ said, like once you know the truth, you know what to do next. And that's what's happening. Now that we know the truth, we know what to do next. And all we need is the truth. I don't care what else you have to say. All I need is the truth. We all know what it sounds like. We just haven't heard it for a long time. And now we're hearing it. Talking about love first. Talking about each other. Talking about caring. Bless us in this time. 
Give us the guidance. Give us the eyes and the ears and the thoughts that can grow us in this time we've been given to grow. Let us rediscover ourselves, reclaim who we are, think about what we think about that we don't even know how to think about anymore because we had to put it off for so long that it became who we are, putting it off. And we became really good at putting things off because that one day that's far away that we're going to have to get to sit in one place and think again, we never saw coming. And here it is. We're going to figure out day by day as we start to really believe and really realize that this time is real. And we plan with the basics. Like, what can I do for my family tomorrow? What can I do for my neighbors tomorrow? What would be my prayer today for us? Because this all goes back to reclaiming who we are as human beings. We've gotten so far away, so far away from having the wherewithal, the the understanding that we mattered anymore in this life on earth. It just felt like we were a number, and we were. You go to the bank, you don't talk to anyone. You go to the store, you don't talk to anyone. You go to work, you don't talk to anyone. You come home, you don't talk to anyone. What was the point of life? All the loneliness people felt in a crowd. And now there's no crowd. There's no crowd. It changed in a day. Every single thing. And at first, we couldn't accept that we weren't going to have sports events. So we're like, okay, no audience. And then we're thinking, no audience? What if the players have it? (gasps) Wait a minute. Let's test the players. Oh, wow, the players have it. Okay, no players either. Is it possible? Sure was. Sport after another. One music event after another. One movie theater after another. One restaurant after another. One amusement park, all the bigger in life things that we thought could never happen went down like dominoes. There's a lot of things we're going to miss. And there's a lot of things we're going to find. And the things we're going to find are self-entertainment. We're going to find each other again. That thing about where Christ always says, not one person on this earth knows everything, which is why we need each other. And we're going to find that out. Someone who loves to work with wood will. Someone who loves to do art will. Someone who loves to help people can. me two and a half weeks or it took me a month to get there but wow that feels so good to be able to breathe again
You have been listening to today's Daily Dose of